0: The the Smodown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and on the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on this channel, give this video a like and subscribe. And if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review. We want your five-star reviews. We want to hear you talk about us. Even if you don't like it. give us five stars. And leave a comment in the video with your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Even if it's just you... Coming on the video and messaging on the comment section. Hey, Luke, I really love all the art that you do. Put it there. We love that you interact with us on Twitter, but you can do it on here as well. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow us, the Galaxy Geeks, at Galaxy Geeks One on Twitter and at Galaxy Geeks E L on Instagram. Woo! That was an intro. And joining me, as always. He is, I'm going back, he is the Grace Hancock to my Jay Washington. He is the incredible producer himself, Luke Stutter. Luke, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm exhausted. (laughs) I mean, not (laughs) as tired as you probably are after that amazing interview you just got done doing.
0: Yes, for everyone out there, we, earlier today, well, more I, but we as a channel got a chance to interview one of the greatest rookies to be playing in the movie trivia modem. We interviewed Jacoby Bancroft, the deal-breaker. And just to give you a taste, here's a clip. ...people, which I think is, at the end of the day, what this should all be about, is building camaraderie with, you know, like-minded individuals. Yeah, that that's, like, in the online uh, trivia league, that was always the best part, when everyone ultimately became friends through the online trivia leagues like you and i became friends yes. which that was something i never expected when we when i was first put into the new british empire and you were a part of it i was like oh these are just gonna be people and now you and i are really good friends but going went- on it's weird how that happens, right? Just cause like through, once you, once you share a love for something, cause that's, and I miss that a lot cause it's like starting over in the showdown is people but it's like, I miss a lot of the friendships and I'm still friends with obviously a lot of people in the, in the families before and, and you
1: and just a lot of, just a lot of people, but it's like, it's, it's weird how quickly you can become friends when you share a love for something like, like the movies and you can talk about, you know,
0: your favorite things to each other and, and go, and all of a sudden it's just like, Oh yeah, we're, we're friends now. Like this is like this is this is this is my group, you know. So uh, it's just it's it's just so much fun. That's why I love basically the movie trivia overall community because it's really a unifying thing across everywhere. Yeah.
1: All right. Welcome back, buddy. What do you think of that interview? Yes.
0: Man, it was so much fun talking with Jacoby. He's a friend of mine from the online trivia league. So it was great just to talk to him again. And if you want to see the full interview, tune in tomorrow at around 7, seven. I'll, say I'll say 7.30, because that's in between 7 and 8, so how about 7.30? It'll be 7. It'll be, it'll be 7. <laughs> You'll be getting the full interview with our new show and today's special guest. And now, with that out of the way, with all the housekeeping out of the way, we are going to be starting the show how we start every show, with... Our Rookie of the Week, Luke. Luke, show everyone the rookies and show them who we picked for Rookie of the Week.
1: Our Rookie of the Week is Jesse Swift.
0: Yes, Jesse Swift, a member of the Quirky Mercs. I can't remember his nickname for the life of me right now, and I'm... Irritated that by that. the jackal.
1: I think it's the jackal.
0: Yes, the jackal, Jesse Swift. And the last time we saw Jesse Swift, he was in the free for all, and he lasted two rounds or three. Uh, I know he lasted longer than I thought he was gonna last.
1: He didn't do bad.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Do, yeah, he, he lasted did longer do than Saul.
1: Yeah, that's a plus.
0: Yeah, and when I was looking up. Jesse Swift on all the social media stuff, like, hmm, what has what does Jesse do with his life? I only found one thing. And it's not to say that Jesse doesn't do a lot of things. I just only found one thing. And again, it was me going on LinkedIn to find it. He <laughs> is a co-host of the YouTube channel Fan Splash, which I went and saw. They haven't posted a video in a while, but maybe with this shout-out of Fan Splash. That could get people to go, oh, hey, Jesse Swift is doing this thing. We'll go watch his content. So, to our Rookie of the Week, the Jackal, Jesse Swift, we hope that you're able to come back from the free-for-all and from that loss to Amaru Moses and come back stronger for the Quirky Mercs. Who knows? You, Jesse, may even be in the IG tournament representing the Quirky Mercs. We don't know yet. But, Jesse, we wish you the best of luck in the snowdown.
1: Good luck, buddy.
0: All right. What's our next section? Next is Player of the Week. For Player and Manager of the Week, we're just going to skim through because we'll talk about them later in the big topic, the main topic, the thumbnail topic. But our Player of the Week, show the beautiful people.
1: Player of the Week is Mike Kalinowski.
0: Yes, the killer Mike Kalinowski. But today... In this image, he is the Batman, Mike you got, it. Cool. You got I him. mean, you look- you're really good at the Photoshop now. I'm, I'm just waiting for Christian to pull take you away from me and be like, hey, you're a our, you're our standby Photoshop person, graphic designer.
1: Hey, I'd work for the FCL in a heartbeat.
0: I mean, if in the FCL and I'm not, I'm going to be upset.
1: <laughs> I will laugh so hard. It's not going to be funny. it's
0: you're right but that's our play of the week now luke next up is manager of the week show the beautiful people out there that's the photo that's been getting all the likes from all the people and all the we treats show them the manager of the week picture
1: manager of the week is shannon barney
0: look at that beautiful picture corruption she's looking like black widow up in here so here's the thing Okay,
1: I was not expecting this one to get the attention because I didn't like it as much as the other pictures I had done.
0: Well, so I'm over here like this looks great. It looks seamless. It looks like like everything looks right. It looks like that is an official poster from like the movie Trivia Smowdown, which I'm I so think you know so what big. I you know what I think you should do now. You should do these types of posters. With all of the managers that way, whenever we have a manager of the week, you can just go up. Oh, it's this one in that poster that we've had, because not only does it show the manager, this one also shows what faction they are managing with corruption and all the members of corruption. So Shannon Barney, thank you so much for liking this poster for oh, you. Yeah. And Shannon, you're our manager of the week. Now we're skimming through those. Now we're going on to our Team of the Week, Luke. Who is our three-time Team of the Week?
1: Team of the Week this week is Danger Zone.
0: Yes, look at that. Dan, Ben, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Mortal Kombat. Man, by the way, that was a really good movie in my opinion. I had fun with it. I, I, I did too.
1: I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. I really did. I mean...
0: I was just having fun with it. And like the story, I was like, Oh yeah, there's a story, but I like the fights. Oh, it was great. The story was somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, it was somewhere. But anyway, danger zone proving that they are one of the best rookie teams, though the players may not be rookies. The team is a rookie. I mean, I mean, what Uh. else can I say when they went up against Rushmore? I yeah.
1: Let's go ahead, since we're already in this section, why don't we go ahead and recap the match? I know it's a change of direction, but we can go ahead and cover the match.
0: Yeah, this isn't our main topic, but this is a quick quick recap of Rushmore versus Danger Zone. I mean, Rushmore did not get a perfect round. No one did. But Danger Mm -hmm. Zone definitely got a perfect round.
1: Ooh, Dan and Bateman did great bateman did better than i thought he would mm-hmm. it, especially because yes he did pull some things at the beginning like to try and mess with roca but he didn't overdo it he did it smartly roca uh jabbed back but honestly bateman kept his cool even though yeah. in the picture he's hot right now and Sub
0: zero band scorpion
1: Well, I mean, that kind of works. But honestly, I mean,
0: mean, we didn't even have to see them trash talk each other during the match because before the match, it was all just all the dungeon and all the Finstock Exchange just shouting at each other. And a part of my brain was by the end of it, I was convinced that Finstock Exchange has already had a new team like thrown up like a softball. I'm like, oh, so Brother Lomas and the Rager are going to be a Finstock
1: Exchange team. Cool, why not? Well, honestly, I love I think that might have been my favorite scene the whole year. I have never, I have never, you
0: have you know me, I have never thrown praise at Brother Lomas because I don't want to. It was great. That (laughs) freaking sermon that shut everyone up made me go, Okay, I finally see it. I see the appeal.
1: I loved it. I loved it so much, Brother Lomas. I just – I can't wait till he's our uh, player of the week. I'd love to interview oh, him. You one mean you life. mean rookie of the week? Rookie of the week. Hey, he might one day be a player of the week. I mean, until he has
0: another match. As of right now, he's got none in the near future. You season. got it.
1: If we do interview him one day, it's all in black he's and white. He's going – He's
0: going to be in full character the entire time. He's not going to break it, and I'm going to lose my
1: mind. True, but once again, I want to see it so bad, and we'll be in black and white the whole time. Uh, Wait, you're going to make us go black and white? Yes.
0: Oh, man. Okay, okay, fine. You fine. know you want to. It. Honestly, no, but it'll be fun. But anyway, going back to the match, round one was very much... Danger zone's round. Round two was very much Rushmore's round. It honestly did come down to round three and danger zone was able to pull it.
1: Yeah, I agree. So after that recap, for one, I'm very happy that we honestly I'm just happy for Danger Zone. I can't wait till the next match. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna gonna be talking about
0: I cannot wait until we talk about the next match because this is gonna be one of those for me. A coin flip match. But anyway, moving away from Team of the Week and recapping Rushmore versus Danger Zone, we're going to go into the meat and potatoes of this episode. You saw the thumbnail. You all know what we're talking about. We are talking about the match of the week. Mara Kanopic, the champion, versus the challenger, Mike Kalinowski, for the Inner Geekdom Championship. Mike Kalinowski winning, becoming a three-time Inner Geekdom champion. Luke was so confident Mara was going to win. But ah. I knew Mike was going to win. By the way, just before we actually talk about the match, whenever Shannon talks bad about, like, goes in the heel mode and, like, talks negatively about the fans and saying how everyone's rooting against Mike, I just want to, like, tweet at her, like, but I picked him to win in predictions.
1: <laughs> I won money." We talk so highly of corruption. Even when I yeah. picked Mara, I was talking no trash about Mike. Yeah.
0: And even like during the Janine and Marisol match, we were both very much like, "Oh, yeah, Corruption's gonna." This is, at least for me, I was like, "Yeah, this is Corruption's night. Corruption's gonna be the big victors at the end of the night." But I'm like, "But, but Shannon, I was on your side. Don't, don't, don't do this to me. If I don't was a part of us, yeah, don't throw us under the bus. If I was, if I was on a faction, I would want to be in Corruption right now.
1: Don't say it too loud. You might make uh, Jacoby upset."
0: Oh, I'm, no, Jacoby, Jacoby, don't take that out of context. (laughs) But anyway, the match started off with a banger. Like, there was only one major controversial thing that happened, but it didn't actually happen. It was when Mike said, wrote pine heads instead of pin heads. And Shannon was very ready to throw the challenge. And you can tell that um, the dungeon was very much ready to fight against it. But Mike... But Mike... Being cool, calm, did not want to use it. And that was, like, even watching it, I was like, that is very much a, I'm very glad that Mike did not use that challenge.
1: Yeah, he would, I felt like he would have he lost it.
0: Yeah, because even if he would have been first, and he said pinheads when he turned the board and it, I feel like if he would have answered the question first, it might have been, they might have given maybe, him the point. Maybe. Because... Because I feel like he would have said pinheads, but it would have said pineheads. However, he went second, said pinheads when it was written pineheads. I feel like if you go second after you hear the answer, you're automatically going to be like, oh, you probably said the answer because Mara said it. And he knows Mara's correct. Well, It's one of those things where it's like, it's a flip of the coin, which way?
1: Well, something too about all that is... Could you tell in this match, Mike was not trying to be a heel whatsoever? he, no, pl- Mike he played was a different game. For he played a different game than he normally does.
0: Well, Mara is a different competitor to Mike. And Mike has said it like, Smet, Rachel, I think he said Jason Inman, and Mara are like people that if he were to play, even Chance, if, people, if he plays them, he's going to be very respectful of them because they respect the game. When it's anyone else, he doesn't care.
1: If it was Chandra, oh, he'd been a jerk.
0: Oh, my goodness. If it was Chandra, I would have loved to have heard Mike tear into him. I
1: want to see their match. I just want to see Mike just go at him.
0: But then again, I don't think we're going to see Chandra versus Mike in the future because we got Robert versus Chance and... Then we got winner of that versus Chandru. I I I don't think when it comes to that match, I don't think Chandru's coming out with a win.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I don't know who would win with Parker versus Mike though.
0: I oh, you're already you're already lobbying Parker versus Mike.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw an interview with Robert about his previous match with Chance and how it was just it was a fluke victory and robert's words and how if that would have happened 10 other times like if that was one out of 10 um robert would have won eight of those 10 matches with the exact same questions and i'm like oh man i cannot wait to see robert fight for that title because i know he is (laughs) but anyway back to the actual title match then we get into round number two and mike goes first he spins dc He's very much thinking about spinning away from it, Ooh. but he
1: doesn't. What do you think of those questions?
0: I knew, uh, I don't want to say how many I knew because I can't remember off the top of my head, but some of them were a little bit, see, look, you, when you spoke to me earlier today, um, like earlier this, or like last week, it was yesterday. about, yeah, about how hard the questions were, I was Like the entire time I was watching a match, I was like, these questions aren't that hard, but I don't know them. It's not like I'm struggling to answer. It's just like off the top of my head, I can't fully answer. Like I know some of the answers, but and this, and that's just me. That's just me. Like different players in different ways. Yeah. But like the only, like that Catwoman question, I was like, wait, I know that line. I've heard that line before. I think it's from Catwoman, but I never verbalized Catwoman, so I never gave myself points for it. Turns out to be Catwoman. I'm like, I was right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a few questions in that match, but it was a tough match. I mean,
0: yeah, it was. It was a very good. It was a strong match. It was a very strong match. Then um, Mara spins. She lands on transformers. Transformers. Correct? Yeah. 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 Yes. And does she go the gauntlet? Does she go through them all? Not missing.
1: I think she checked down. No,
0: she misses. She missed. The um, animated Transformers movie question, of yeah. what year was it set? Yeah. Which yeah. for me, the moment I heard that
1: question, I was like, it was the year 2005. That I struggle with that one. I, I've never seen the movie, so.
0: I saw it a lot when I was a kid, and that line, like, when they say what year it is, is at the very beginning of the movie, so that's very prominent in my mm, head. Like, it okay. was the year 2005.
1: Okay, so that's so why. Yeah, it, so that's why it was a a two pointer, not a three or five pointer. Yeah. Okay. But
0: that was that was in round two, right? So, but I count
1: those as two point questions, though.
0: Yeah. So then we go into round three, and it lands on DC betting round. Mara only bets one, and Mike bets three. Was that dumb, Which, Mara?
1: Do you think that was dumb? No, I don't.
0: I look at her argument for it of how. Dan has played conservatively and still won. And I'm like, I can't argue with... I can't argue with the Dan method.
1: Yeah, Because Dan know. is... I would have... If I were her, I would have... I would have used all three. Just due to the fact Mara knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. And it would have put her in a much better position.
0: Yeah, I, I understand. But again, when it's... When it's the Dan Murrow method of playing and winning, I... It's hard for me to... It's hard for me to disagree with it, with her explanation, which the question was, what in Just League, what drink does Aquaman order at the bar when he saves
1: the guy? And in my brain,
0: I'm like, I think it's whiskey. Whiskey. it's whiskey.
1: So cool. Did you know that? Did you know that one? I I made a guess, but yeah, I kind of knew that one.
0: Yeah.
1: See, look, this is why I love Inner Geekdom
0: so much. The questions are very very deep but also at the same time
1: they could be very broad it. and I love that about IG. I just I, love it so much. I agree with that. I like I'm loving the new categories. It makes IG yeah. such a I didn't at first I was not liking the categories because I was like wow, these questions aren't as hard. But now they're they're really getting into some meat.
0: And I feel like I the reason and I'm going to shout out PJ for this. PJ can oh, the yeah. question right. I'm I am giving him all the credit in the world for making the championship matches different from the regular matches. Because I think after the first Damon DeMolanta match, he realized, like, oh, I need to make these questions harder so we don't go into another 51-50 match. Yeah. So the questions are now a little bit harder. So we get into round four, the speed round. Both of them go perfect.
1: That That was awesome.
0: Yes, both of them going perfect is like was such a great thing to see because it shows you that
1: both of them want this win. Both of them want it. I agree. Uh, so, what do you think of the last last round?
0: Man, because it
1: all it all came down to the last question, and it or
0: but yeah, it came down to Mara's last question because Mike didn't get to answer his last question, and. I mean, who plays Odin and Son of the Mask?
1: I felt like I, she knew that one. I would have thought she'd gotten that one, honestly.
0: Well, for me, I was saying, for some reason, Brendan Gleeson was the only name that was popping in my head. I'm like, why am I only thinking about Brendan Gleeson? Honestly... But it was Bob Hoskins.
1: Well, the reason why I was kind of shocked by that is if there had not been matches earlier in the year that really stressed Son of the Mask... Because if you've watched the movie, that actor, if you know actors, really pops out in that movie. If you've watched the the movie.
0: Bob only appears in
1: the end. Well, no, beginning and end. He's throughout the movie. He's very prominent within the movie. If you've watched the movie, you know who the father is. It's just if you've watched the movie.
0: Oh, I've seen the movie, but only once, and I forgot. The only thing I knew is that Jamie Kennedy and Alan Cumming was in the movie. Well,
1: the only thing I... And don't get me wrong, I love Mara to Death, and I I just take this on. The fact that there was earlier in this, this season where they ask a Son of the Mask question. If you've asked it once, you've got to know these movies. And that's a... That, to me strangely, and I know most people would disagree with me, I felt like that was a three-pointer, not a five-pointer.
0: I can understand that, which compared to Taylor Robinson's five-pointers, like, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I felt uh, like that was a three. Even a, maybe even a two, honestly. Because that was a, asking what actor played what role, and he was a major part of that movie. Yeah,
0: and I, I understand your argument, I also understand why she maybe not knew it because Son of the Mask is not one of those movies where you want to go back and rewatch.
1: True, but, but once uh, once you have it like this is something, and I'm going to put this out for any down competitor who watches this, in Intergeekdom, if there is a movie that is brought up and someone misses a question on that movie, then most likely you've got a blind spot as well so you need to study that movie. Even if it's a bad movie, especially in Intergeekdom. Like... <sighs> And I'm not trying to blame Mara. I mean, Mara's got to watch all these other movies and do all these things. Like, Mara's great. But in this one case, I will say, her five, to me, felt like a two to a three. Due to its... He's not a small character in the movie. He's really not. He's pretty prominent. If you, I remembered it. And I've only seen the movie once. It's not a good movie, but I've seen the movie once, and... I knew I knew his face. I couldn't come up with it, but that's also because I don't know actors. And someone who that's why I'm here, bud. Well, as someone like Mara, who is so intelligent and so good at actors and everything else, I that's why I don't. I was so surprised that she missed it because I felt when I heard the question, I was like, "She's got this. Of course, she's got this. This isn't a hard question. She's got this." And so And then she used all of her repeats on it. Yeah. Somehow. And I was really sad by that, but here's the thing, too. She played a great match.
0: Yeah, both of them played a great match. She's Mike played a little bit better. And then at the end, because like we gotta talk about this, because we gotta start our speculation pool. Mike teased that Mara was working on something. And then they went to talk to Mara and she said I and I'm like she pleaded the fifth, basically. So, if it's SmoDown related, if it is SmoDown related, because who knows? It may not even be SmoDown related. It could just be she's working on a a book or she's working on a short film. It could be something personal. But if it's SmoDown related, any guesses? I don't honestly, because I have only one guess. Well, and you... I. Th- I think it could be she tries to go have her run Star Wars.
1: Or, I could see her hosting a sh- the Inner Geekdom show.
0: That's interesting.
1: Because remember, Cause Winston be, is struggling yeah. with time and scheduling, and think of Mara on the Inner Geekdom show. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I feel,
0: yeah, that could, that could be a thing, and again, it could be, like, that could be the thing, or she could be... Going into the Star Wars division. Or it could just be one of those... A personal thing that she's working on. Again, a novel. A, she may even be writing a comic book for all we know. Which, she's writing a comic book. Cool.
1: Dope. Let's I read it. I, I'm leaning towards some Smodown because I wouldn't have hinted it in Smodown. If yeah, not... I understand. I will say this. This is what I was going to bring up. I forgot about this. Um, if you'll notice... And this is just for me and when we've shared stuff tomorrow and quote and uh, tagged her and stuff. She's not liked anything, but that's also because mm-hmm. if you look at her Twitter, she's not been on for the past few days.
0: Yeah, and, so she's been busy with something.
1: Yeah, there's something ma- massive being
0: worked on by her,
1: and I cannot wait to see it.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what Mara does in the future. Not only in. Her career, but also in what she does in the Smodown, because now she's eligible to go into the IG tournament. Uh-huh. So I'm, that's going to be an interesting thing. If Mike retains the belt by, um, if he retains the belt at Smodown Collision, that leaves someone like Chance, or um, whoever else is in corruption that could do have an IG run.
1: Most because likely chance. Chance is the only
0: other person that I know that's in IG.
1: Most likely chance. I mean Yeah, so
0: chance and so yeah, the, the the future of IG is looking bright. And I'm not saying that because Mara lost or Mike and Mike won. I'm saying it because now many things are possible. Because now Mara can go into the tournament and like rack up a bunch of wins uh-huh. and get a lot of points for the dungeon. Which I'll just say this: the dungeon doesn't need any more points. They're <laughs> leading by a lot.
1: Yeah, that's not wrong. Corruption's coming on their tail, though.
0: Yeah, and Finstock Exchange was on their tail for a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to our predictions of the week.
0: Yes, the predictions of the week. Beep, 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 beep. This bow, entry recently just dropped on the Patreon. Which, if you're not a patron at the Smod- Movie Trivia Show Smod- on Patreon, You should be, because at a $10 tier, you can be watching the match that we're about to talk about that literally just dropped. It is Andres Cabrera, 4-1, one one knockout, representing Swag, versus Sean Sullivan, 1-2, representing Corruption. Luke, who do you have and why?
1: This is going to surprise you, and will probably surprise most people. I'm going towards... Sean Sullivan. Ooh. Sean Sullivan, to me, I don't know. He's got something about him. He's been playing really well. He's just got something about him. I feel he's in the game a little bit. And Andres, yes, this is first time him coming back into the game since his last loss. So, I don't know. I just have a feeling, Sean, and I know I shouldn't. I know Andres is great at Star Wars, but I'm just leaning towards Sean.
0: Yeah, this is. A, look, we have just a great divide here between you and me because I'm choosing Ace Cabrera I because felt so. he had a run in the prior Star Wars tournament. Sure, he got beat very handedly by Alex Damon at Spectacular, but again, like getting beat just pushes you forward to get a win to push pushing you to win and now that he's back in the Star Wars pool, this could be another chance where he has a run for it.
1: I don't disagree. It's just I don't know. I'm just leaning towards that. Alright. Mark Haas versus Jacob Wittenburn. Whitdenbin.
0: In the inner wit- Wittenben. Wittenben. I'm just going to Wittenbin. Yes, for the IG division. FinSock Exchange, usual suspect, both debuting players. We have nothing to go on, so we just gotta choose. Okay, so, here's my reasoning for this. And I'm ready for you to call me an idiot for this. I'm choosing Jacob Whitnabin for the simple fact that whenever the FinSock Exchange has played in IG, they have lost. Barbarian versus Alex Damon. Alex Damon, Barbarian lost. I hate to say this. Taylor Robinson versus Greg <laughs> Alba. Taylor lost. So the FinSock Exchange are 0-2 when it comes to IG. And I think it's because Finstock, Bobby Gucci, Tom Dagnino, does not know what he's doing when it comes to IG. So with that, I say Jacob Wittnevan is coming out with a win.
1: I am going with Mark I really feel like Finstock Exchange know what they're doing. Taylor Robinson lost, but that was also because she got opponent's choice. So that was a thing.
0: We're going to talk about that. Second round because I got words.
1: Oh, I, I'll let you have words. Oh, yeah. But I'm anyway, I'm going next. with. All right. Paul Walter Hauser versus Josh Horowitz. I will start. Yes. Hold I'm,
0: on. Let me say, Paul Walter Hauser is representing the usual suspects. Josh Horowitz is representing
1: Orky Merckx. Okay. I'm going with Paul Walter Hauser. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. It's. I feel like this is like the first time where we're gonna be in a battle with each other like an entire week. Actually, no, strike that. I'm gonna pull Walter Oh come it. on, you know. That. Seemed, I I mean I wanna choose Josh, but based off of the team met, like we have evidence to sh- see what Josh is capable of. And it it's okay, he did okay. But okay is just not enough Walter Paul Walter Hauser he's a another entity so he mm-hmm. could be like an amazing trivia player and i think Paul may pull out the win i
1: don't disagree all right the You're next gonna have match you
0: choose this next one first oh this one. A- we're at the we're at the snowdown battlefield which it is the first match the undercarve. Corruption, Mike Kalinowski and Chance Ellison, 7-3, representing Corruption, versus Danger Zone, Dan Merle and Ben Bateman, 3-0, representing the Dungeon, number one contendership match for the team championship loop. Who do you choose and
1: why? I am going with... I'm going to go with uh, Danger Zone. Due to the fact of... Well, here's my reasoning. Yes, Chance is probably deep in singles Mike has focused majority on Geekdom. that's been his focus, that's been his goal he wanted to do great with Mara his focus has been completely on Geekdom. I know he's probably done some singles but not what he's been doing with Geekdom. I'm gonna go with Danger Zone because they're still, they're hot they've been playing, they're still in it and Corruption has not been playing they've not played in a lot since last year and so I'm going with Danger zone. Uh,
0: I love Corruption. You know how much I love Corruption. And after what Shannon said on Friday, I don't want to pick against Corruption because you know how much... It hurt me a little bit that Shannon said all that, that no one was on their side. But I was on your side. I picked you. I picked both Marisol and Mike to win. Uh, but, again, you're right. Like, change is probably, like, digging deep. But Mike's been so focused on IG right now that he wanted a great match. And Danger Zone, they've they've only had the focus on teams. So and singles. I mean, and singles. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah, Danger Zone. I
1: mean, Mike Danger hasn't Mike hasn't played a single smash this whole year.
0: Yeah, yeah, Danger Zone. Yeah. Now, this, ladies and gentlemen, this next prediction is tentative until we hear. What happens on Wednesday? Though Mark and Draco said he was stepping away from the Smodown, we thought it was fair, and we also are speculating that this could be the final hurrah, the right-off-into-the-sunset match for the Odd Couple. So, with that being said, our final match, our main event for the Smodown Battlefield is the Odd Couple, Jeff Snyder and Mark and Draco, the team's champion, 10-4, and four knockouts, representing the stars, Versus the challengers, Shazam. Baby, William Bibiani and Brendan K. Meyer, 9-2. and two, Three knockouts representing the Quirky Mercs. Team titles are on the line. Luke, who do you have
1: and why? I am going to be going with Shazam. Mark has had to reschedule everything. He's out of it. This is if they have the match. Mm-hmm. But Mark's been out of it for a little bit. He's struggling right now. I could see... One, one thing I could see happen is for Battlefield, that night, whoever the winner is between uh, Danger Zone and Corruption plays Shazam for the championship.
0: I could see that, too. That is a high likelihood, but I think the only way we're getting that is if they pre-record Corruption in Danger Zone.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. But, I mean, they... That, they way, pre- that
0: way we don't have the crazy thing of oh hey guys you just won guess what title match right now you
1: only have a 15 minute break I see I think Mark and Draco is planning on leaving but I also feel you're going to see one last hurrah from him Mm -hmm. and it's going to be story related you're going to have I think it might be Christian trying to fight back against Grace saying no I'm going to fight for Mark to have one last match Mm -hmm. and maybe do a storyline that way
0: yeah, I I see that too. And you picked Shazam. I was I'm also gonna pick Shazam because of the same thing. Mark hasn't been in the game. Like a lot of from what Jacoby said in our interview, he's had a lot of success in his personal personal life. So he's been focusing on that. And again, if this meant if this is if on couple versus Shazam happened, we are choosing Shazam. If on Wednesday grace announces some major new thing for this match we'll like let's say she says oh odd couple is is vacating the belt and um Yama is deciding to catch in his free-for-all for the team title, so it's final exam versus shazam if that gets the match we'll give new predictions which I feel like luke's prediction won't change but ultimately I'm also choosing Shazam.
1: All right, sounds good to me. All right, let's now, go for the recap. Recaps. We only really need to
0: recap three matches, and we're gonna be quick with them because he, my co-host, is very busy today. So <laughs> we're we only got three because we already talked about Rushmore Danger and we went in depth with Mara and Mike. So the first match is Gold Leader versus Marie Wilson.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: The win.
1: Yes, oh, I love this match so died. much. I know. We tied this week, so it is 10 to, what, 8? I'm still happy about it. I was so proud I of Gold know, Leader. I was,
0: look, I, we did our entire Rookie of the Week feature on Gold Leader. I should have picked Gold Leader, but I did not. I chose Marie Wilson, but I do not regret that
1: decision. I know you don't. Hey, I, I love it because Gold Leader, comment on the show.
0: Yeah, it shows that he watched their show. So
1: yeah. Hey, I'm He probably it. hated me the moment I said, Ah oh, yeah, he's Rookie of the Week, but I'm not picking him. Oh he loved me. I mean
0: everybody loves me though. I
1: mean, so just saying. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> and now the next match, the one I'm ready to have a full on meltdown about. It was Greg Alba beating Taylor <sighs> Robinson in the Inagitum.
1: So, so before you t- before you go in, I want to ask a question. And this is mm-hmm. I know this is his character how he is. Greg album drove me up the wall with his laughing.
0: I loved it. I I loved
1: he drove he me fun. up the wall with the giggling. I could not handle it. I was I was struggling so hard with that.
0: Well, you disagree with everyone. Everyone loved how much fun this match was. I
1: had fun. I just it drove me crazy because I was so sad about Taylor. Yeah,
0: I know we were both sad about Taylor. Now on to my rant. Tom Dagnino, I I know you probably don't watch this, but look at me right now. I know Taylor watches this. So Taylor, so Taylor, I I need you to listen to me and tell this to Tom. If your if your client lands on a category, spins on a category, and they're saying, Oh yeah, I can do this category. There's a few others that I'm not confident about, but I feel I can do this, I can do this. And you and they are very confident. They can do that category. Let them do the freaking category. Don't go into their mind and say, "Oh no, 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 no. you should, you should, you should spin again. You should spin again." Even though they're telling you that they can do it, don't tell them to spin again if they are telling you they can do it. They're saying they can do it. Let them do it. You're man. You're the manager. You're supposed to be able to agree with them and be like, "All right, if you think you can do it, I trust you." That is your job as a manager. You've causing her to spin again caused her to get opponent's choice. This is your fault, Tom Dagnino. That is why you cost her the match. Taylor did not cost herself the match. You, Tom Dagnino, cost Taylor Robinson the match. Taylor had this match won. She could have won this match, but because you told her the spin again in a category that she said she could do, you cost her the win. That is my rant. <laughs>
1: I can't disagree with you honestly. I, I was so sad. I really was. That
0: was the worst decision tom dagnino could have had in that entire look that's why from now on you're luke you're going to have to sell me really hard to ever pick tom dagnino as manager of the week that was a stupid move as a manager and all the other managers if they any other manager would have had taylor robinson they would have said all right if you think you got this i trust you they would have let her go Tom Dagnino over there, like, no, you should spin again. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm
1: done. done. I can't blame you. I really can. I was very. I. I was just disappointed. I. But here's something too: we always need to remember, each match is different, and we look at the manager for the match, not in general. Just saying. It's going to take me a little while to get over this. Oh, me. Oh, what have I gotten myself into?
0: Taylor could have won the <laughs> match. It was Tom Degno's fault.
1: I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you, but... Uh, uh, all right. one of his He had three matches this week, and he only won one
0: of them.
1: Well, to end on this note, because I don't disagree with you at all, Taylor Robinson, if you're watching this, We loved watching you. You were so much fun. You, you were great. I want to shout you out in general because of how much support you've given us, and we always want to support you. We can't wait till your next match. I hope, I hope they get you into the Intergeekdom tournament because I feel like you could do much better in the tournament, just due to the fact of you know it was a bad match. They all have bad matches.
0: I'm the only reason why I'm shouting is because I know you could have done better. And I feel like with a different manager you definitely would have done better. Just saying. Just
1: hey, saying. Even managers can mess up and I'm not gonna put all that on Dagnito just due to the fact of Dagnito has been a good manager this year. And if and here's the thing, with all our interactions, you gotta admit, FinStock Exchange has given us a lot of attention. In general. I mean,
0: I'm not going to deny that, but I'm going to call Tom Dagnino out when he makes a stupid call. That was a stupid call.
1: Yes, but they all have made again, stupid calls. And again, I may
0: be brutally honest about it.
1: I know, I know, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but at the same time, it, it was still a great match. I cannot wait till Taylor Robertson plays again. Alright, let's move on to the final match.
0: Yes, the final match that we're going to be talking about in our recap was the undercard, the emotional undercard Mm. of Snowdown versus Janine the Machine getting beat by Marisol McKee. Mm. Marisol McKee is moving on to play Kevin Smith. The winner of that will be the number one contender for the singles title. My goodness, this was an emotional match throughout. Mm. The moment they announced that Marisol was winning, and I saw her about to cry, and everyone was crying. I was like, "I can't handle this."
1: Marisol, she will be a champion one day.
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Whether that be singles or team, but again, she has a tough competitor in Kevin Smith coming.
1: Up. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know how that one's gonna go. I, I, and I have no idea
0: either. Because if Kevin wins, he'll be four and zero facing Dan.
1: But I love but also, Marisol. We can't
0: we can't take away. Janine, you played
1: fantastic. Uh-huh. So what do you, you think of... What do you feel of Roxy's managing?
0: She managed Janine to a great game. It was... Honestly, Roxy's managing was not what caused Janine... No, it no. It was just that final question. Well, Roxy ask, was a great manager. In well, let me game. ask
1: you this. Do you think Roxy... If you were going to have a manager, do you think Roxy's managing style might be your favorite?
0: It is. It is one of my favorites. It honestly is. Um, again, Jacoby and I talked about this in an interview and how everyone is calling Roxy a heel. And you and I have spoken about this. Jacoby and I spoke about this. And we were like, she's not a heel. No, she's, she's not. Just She's just passionate and she cares about her players. Like, she... That is not heel territory.
1: Watching her manage, I love watching Roxy. Roxy, to mm-hmm. me... Has such heart, she cares about her players. I, I to me, she, she would be a great manager for you. Just saying. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just your. Thank you so much. Your personality types—they would match.
0: Oh, so Roxy, if you, if you, if you somehow watch this, I've got an endorsement to be a potential client. I don't know, <laughs> uh, right. but like. It ended, round one ended, I need to talk about round one. You're good. Because round one, they both had perfect round one. And it was Janine's first perfect round. If that doesn't bring you tears, I don't know what does. Because the moment Marisol landed on opponent's choice, and they brought Roxy out, she was in tears. And already I was like, oh my goodness, this is
1: wow. Oh, man. Not going to lie, I cannot wait till your interview with Jacoby, because I have not gotten to watch it myself. And so, Mm -hmm. getting to hear his reaction to being managed by Roxy, I've just, I've never heard anyone who who works with Roxy who do not enjoy working with Roxy.
0: Everyone loves working with her, and I've, again, that's another reason why it's hard for me to go, oh, she's a heel.
1: No, she's not. Every
0: single member of your faction, if all of your clients are able to say, hey, we love working with you then
1: that's, that's not heal territory. Is it bad? I don't even... With factions now, you don't have the heels as... M- you don't have heal managers. You do have some heal players, but you don't really have heal managers. Even Dagnino is not fully heal manager. He's the oh, closest. Okay,
0: when it comes... When it comes to heel managers, I say the two people that are closest are Shannon and Tom, but they're like the closest things you'll get to a heel
1: manager. Well, you know who I would like say even
0: even Kate, even though she want, she occasionally skirts that line, I'm like, it's hard for me to hate you. I well, just, I love you, Kate. you're you, great.
1: You know who I actually see as a heel manager and people might disagree with me. who Sam.
0: Ooh, I can actually see that. It, he's can, got that like,
1: characteristics. It's just they, they hide him.
0: Like, the narcissism, the arrogance, the all that. I can see it. I can see it. If, if Christian or anyone wanted to push Sam as a heel, I mean, Sam's an actor. He could do
1: it. I think he could do it. I wouldn't be shocked. All right, buddy. Yeah. So, that was so a good show. Was,
0: yeah, that was a good show. That was a recap. We did our predictions. We talked about the big... Title match, we gave our of the weeks. We showed a little snippet of the interview, which will be coming out tomorrow at seven. The new show. And today's special guest with Jacoby Bancroft. I'm so excited to show everyone the interview because it's something that we you and I have talked about trying to do, and we were finally able to do it with Jacoby Bancroft. I have some thoughts on who can be our next guest, but
1: that's for the future, that's not for now. Also, if there's any Smodown pers- competitor who would like to be interviewed by us in the future, please let us know. We would love to for you to join. Oh,
0: yeah. We would, we would love to interview anyone, honestly. If you're even just someone that works behind the scenes, or if you're even in... PJ! NFL, would I would love, love
1: to interview you. PJ.
0: Oh, man. PJ, if you want to, let's interview... Let's go. But also, anyone in FCL, we'll gladly interview y'all as well. So, with all that being said, that has been our show. You can follow the Galaxy Geeks on Twitter at GalaxyGeeks1. You can follow us on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL. You can follow me and all my social media at MrElamMack. You can follow Luke Stutterd on Twitter at LukeST16. You can also follow him on Instagram at just... Luke Stutter?
1: Yeah, yeah, just Luke Stutter.
0: And you, I'm not letting you get away with this. I'm going to find it. You can follow him. No, no. Nope. Yes, you can follow Luke Stuttered on the TikToks. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to find it. I'm not going to end this show until we I find it. You can follow Luke <sighs> on TikTok at L U K B stud that is l-u-k-b stud so with all that out of the way i have been Elon McKay. over there my buddy luke stutter we hope you all have a great rest of the day
1: see you buddy